Gentlemen, the world is at war. We need your top 5 ladies action movies of all time to survive. Now go out there, and show them, neighbors, talking, shit. Can't kick me your ass! had a big old mouth there dude you could have right, a whole bunch of hot dogs and brats in that thing no dude it was all the testosterone you know <laughs> see my nuts are so huge it drags my jaw down a little bit too you know so it's uh that was that was quite the action-packed opening man you gotta love it huh? yes yes I, the yes. only thing the only part i question is uh arnold's voice there at the end got a little uh yeah, it's, he got a little, little little fruity there for a minute, I guess. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicks major ass. Ooh. Yeah, I'm just you know, yeah, I'm not trying to. Gotta, hey, he he did a good, you know, V did a good job, but uh, yeah, I question that part. So yeah, you know. yeah, you can't win them all though, man. That was pretty awesome. I I love it. I love so it. since so since the last time we were here, what we got uh, twelve inches of snow. Yeah, I'd say more than that, man. I'd say it seems like about two feet, man. But, but you know, every time I, every time I say that in my head, I know it's not the name of the album, but it's like it's like my head. I like someone says, "So, did you get it? How much snow did you get? Twelve feet?" And then I'm like, "Informer," because you know, it was like, I think the album was called 10 Inches of Snow" or some bullshit, and uh, so something, yeah, yeah. So that's the first thing, but yeah, we got. Dude, I went out there three fucking times. You saw me more than you needed to. That, that oh, I day. did, man. You were out there busting pretty hardcore, dude. You know, so I felt guilty because I can't, I can't even walk in this shit. I haven't, I haven't been out of my house in a week because of this shit. So, well, it's it sucks. You want here, here, here's some bullshit for you. The people, okay, my corner where I do my crossing guard is a duplex. And the woman who lives on the on the other side technically isn't responsible for the corner. It would be the other house. Right, well, no yeah. one no one lives in it, so no one did the sidewalk. There is twelve over twelve inches of snow. <sighs> they they came through. Somebody came through and did a walkway there, but where where the kids cross, we have to go out into the street, walk around the corner to go across. I was like, damn. I told the officer who's in charge of us, you know, and the, he said he told the city. But who knows when they're going to come do it? But all week, there's no school tomorrow, so that's good. But I'm like, oh, and I don't, all of our side streets are sheets of ice, which I know is not their fault. It was too much at one time, and then the temperature dropped, and salt is like useless when it's below zero. So right, I don't right. blame this. I don't blame the city. I mean, I blame the sidewalk part on the. It's the landlord of that property should have came and done it. So you know, I don't blame the city for that, and I don't blame the city for anything. But it was like. I was mad though that next morning. I'm glad I did what I did. I couldn't even get the opening of your I know your buddy came and did it. He probably got a better back than me. I couldn't get the damn drive I couldn't get your driveway opened. I did everything but your driveway that 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 next day. 
because the city came through at like four in the morning and dumped everything in it. Right, right. 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 I don't know yeah, if you saw that- Hot Rod. He had that guy come today. Was it today or yesterday with the bulldozer to get the snow out yeah, of his? Yeah. yeah, so it's crazy. I, 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 God, it sounds like we're getting that echo again, but don't know what's going on. But yeah, I saw him out there with the uh, the bobcat. Was wondering what the hell was going on, but but well, when he he was out of town during the snow, and when he came back, when he came back, he couldn't get the. He tried with his like I did, and he couldn't get through because when he came back, it was already like you know twelve below, and it was so hard he couldn't get through. So he just gave up, and then you know yesterday, today was it today? Was it today the guy came? No, it's it the. The Bobcat was here two days in a row. I okay. saw it yesterday and today. Yeah. I was like, wow, what the fuck's going on? I wonder how much that cost him. Well, some people, well, he probably knew the guy. Because I know some yeah. people couldn't get out of their driveways. They've been stuck at home. Because it's like they didn't have the prop. Once the once that temperature dropped, if you didn't get your, if you didn't clear it, you were screwed. And I knew the cold was coming. That's why I said, fuck it. Like I said, that day that it snowed, I went out every time it kind of got light. I went out there. So I did it three days the day it snowed. And then I did it the next day. And I was like, man, I was getting at And we're supposed to get one to two inches tonight. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, stop. Just stop. Yeah. Means I'll be stuck for another couple more days. It's supposed to get nice next week, but. Hopefully the kid. Hopefully the kid does your ramp. Yeah, the kid's doing the ramp. But at this point, it's like kind of an emergency only kind of thing. Cause I, you know, when it gets even a little bit of ice, I can't walk on it. It just sucks. Oh, okay. You know, he's going to probably come over and probably want to drink some more of my pop, which I don't, I'm running out of pop, which sucks ass, but. Is he, uh, I gotta, I'll, I'll bring you more if you need it. Yeah, man. I, I'll zap you some cash. You can finally give me your PayPal and I'll. Now, have you seen the kids since he came last? Because I said last, you said last time he was kind of grumpy. Have you seen them since? I haven't seen the kid. No, no. Well, I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, he did stop by one other time, I think, since then. But uh, he, a, he hasn't been by in a few days. So was he, in a, was he in a better mood when you saw him that next time? Yeah, it seems like it. I think it was just, you know, working out in the cold and all that shit, kind of. Because I haven't seen him. him. Usually I'll see him come through, but. You know, he's obviously you can't ride his bike on these shitty roads and shit. Right, so. right. But I ha- I hadn't seen him. That's why I didn't know if he came from the other direction. I wouldn't see him if he came from the other direction. Nah, so. he's been he's been laying low for a while. He knows I don't have a lot of work for him other than uh, you know, hauling up my tapes from the basement. But that's that's about it. So, I'm well, you, man. it's been a crazy week. And then yesterday I could barely talk. It hurt so bad. I felt like, you know, I knew what it was like to be a hooker in a, you know, in Canada because my throat was killing me. Man, that that echo. I know. I don't know if anybody's listening out there, but we do apologize. We're trying to get this shit taken care of and trying to figure out what's going on. But I don't hear. We. uh, I. I'm only hearing a little bit of you know reverb at the end or whatever, but. And it's not consistent, so I don't really know what's causing it, man. It's probably uh, probably something in StreamYard itself, but that's not a big deal. But yeah, what was it? Yeah, yeah, dude, we missed the show yesterday. You know, Wednesdays are kind of 
those are, you know, it's kind of like we look forward to the grandpa show and, and uh, well, Harvey, Harvey was going to come down. He ended up canceling out too. He wasn't feeling real great. So, well, he, here's how it would have went. I could have been selfish and did my show, but I would have made my throat worse. And then I wouldn't have been able to do today. And I didn't yeah, want to, yeah. I didn't want to punish you so I could do my show. So I said, I I'll, I'll, I'll save it for our show. And then next week, Next week I'll do the whole uh I'll do the whole uh I'll do the show next week. So if I feel good, gotcha. I, hope, I hope I do, but but I couldn't re I didn't want to record either. So we're gonna do the old white snake episode for playlist on Saturday, but uh I got I, I'm already I, I'm ready to record it. I got the script and everything, and I'll just go ahead and let you know. Next, not this Saturday coming up, but the following Saturday, I'm doing uh Tommy from the Who. You know, I have never heard Tommy all the way through. Well, if you listen to my show, which you should, you'll be able yeah, to. Yeah, I'll check it out. Because I got to get caught up on Turbo. Now, before we get into it on Turbo, do you think the drums are a drum machine? Uh, I, 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 I feel sometimes I feel it is. But then part of my brain's like, nah, they would never do that. But yeah, I, see, that's... I, I don't know though, you know, I don't, I've always thought that like, dude, is this, cause turbo is kind of like the weird turning point for them. Like where they were kind of changing their style, but we'll, we'll save the turbo discussion for another day. All right. I want right. to, I want to hear your take. I got to listen to the playlist and, uh, you know, see, see if we line up on our thoughts on that album, you know? I mean, if it is a drum machine, it's not, you know, I had a Casio keyboard back in the day. I had that cool one I had to have. The one where you could talk into it and you could make you your voice all samples, funny. Yeah. 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 And that had a little drum machine with some drum beats in there. So it was no Casio drum beat, but it does. Yeah, sometimes it was, I do question that. It was <laughs> definitely a uh, professional, professional drum machine if it was anything, you know, so. Yeah. But no, I, uh, yeah, you'll have to check. Check out the turbo, and then next, like I said, next week weekend it's Tommy. I I've, I love the movie, but it's it's one instance where I have heard the I heard the album long before I saw the uh, uh the movie. See, it was the other way around. I saw the wall before I saw the had the album. But yeah, I, it was the it's the way. same with me. I I saw the movie The Wall before the album. And I didn't like it. You know, I mean, I liked it, but it didn't, you know, it wasn't where I was at at the time. And then when I grew up a little bit more, got the album, you know, it was like, holy shit. And then, you know, when the the uh, teenage drug use came into play, you know, the, the wall was a totally different animal after that. Well, so. well let me let me, re let me let me let me clarify that for one second. I saw the movie of the wall before I got the album and heard the album. I had heard songs from the album. Well, yeah, of course. Everybody know. heard another brick in the wall on the radio, but I didn't know, you know, uh, you know, mother and all that stuff. I hadn't heard until I saw it in the movie. And then because of the movie, I got the whole soundtrack. And when I got the whole soundtrack, I was pissed because tigers broke free. Wasn't even on the fucking wall. It ended up coming out right. on the final, the final cut. So I was like, motherfucker. So I was upsetting. But the the Who, I actually heard the album first. My dad was a big 
Who fan, and he listened to Tommy, and, and that you know, and I heard it. So, the first time I heard Pinball Wizard, it was by the Who, and yeah, then when I saw the movie, John, you know, right, right. I mean, See, John familiar, did a fine job, but I'm familiar with most of the Who or most of Tommy, but I don't think I've ever really heard it in its entirety from cover to cover. You know, just bits and pieces here and there. Well, I mean, I love the Who, so I don't know what's been keeping me from that. But well, hopefully, you, you know, listen to my show, and then after the show, you go onto your streaming service and you listen to it because you know, obviously, I interrupt it, so it kills the flow of the album. But you know, I'm not not going to just play the whole album for everybody and not say anything because that otherwise, well, yeah, cool. I mean, it's I, I want to get your take on it, so I'll I'll check out the uh, the episode for sure, man. So it's 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 going to be a good one. But I was going to record it yesterday before I did my show. But with my voice, I was like, nah. And I could record it on Friday, but I'm like, no, nah, I better rest after tonight. I better I drank some tea and stuff, so I let it rest. I'll do the show with you, and then I'll let it rest, and then next week I'll try again. So right, right. When it comes through your throat, I mean, you know, you can yeah, do mine was getting thing. mine was getting pretty bad the other day too. But, you know, I got that, uh, I sleep with the CPAP machine and all that. And with the air being cold and dry, it just, it tears me up. You're, so I uh, actually sound worse than this, you know. Your CPAP machine doesn't have that water canister to uh, try dude, to Dude, it does, it does. But uh, it this new machine I got, it sucks, dude. I thought I was straight up drowning. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? Like I started to panic and... I, you know, I've, I, that's never happened in 20 years. So I, I unhooked that fucking thing. Okay. Cause I know that fast. water tank is supposed to be, it, it, you put water in it, then it has heating. It heats the water. So you get it. Yeah, a, dude. I usually would run it with very low heat, but, uh, I got a new machine. Like I got one of the super fancy, uh, uh, you know, it's not called a CPAP. It's called something else, but. The water tank is external. It's not built onto the machine like the new ones. Or I mean oh. like the old ones. It's an external tank that I can just run it without the tank, you know. So oh, okay. yeah, I, I did it. I did it for one night. Now, when I had the regular CPAP, I ran it with water, you know, for 10, 15 years, you know. So oh, okay. Well, hopefully you don't uh damage your throat. With all that dry air hitting you, and it's yeah. like you said, it's it, it's you know, it's not. I mean, I know you got the heat on in the house, but you can never make it perfectly. You know, you're, the perfect it, conditions, yeah, right. You know, and I think you cursed me, man. What I do? Day, you, the other day we were talking, and you said that you know you couldn't do the CPAP because it cut the bridge of your nose. Oh yeah, it would you bleed, know, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. I haven't had an issue in years. And the next day after you said that, I woke up and I had a little bit of little bitty cut no. right above my eye, man. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, man, fucking Paul jinxed me out, man. I I, I guess you I know? did. Well, you know, I, if I'm gonna jinx you, maybe I could figure a way to jinx you the other way. You can, right, maybe right. You, you can well, win you, the lot. You made a, you made up for it, man. You saved my life with the pop the other day. So, that, oh uh, man, I'm telling I was, you, I was dying. I, I went in the kitchen. I said, you know, it's like $11 for a 12-pack. My wife put her damn, she was cutting onions or potatoes or something. She put her knife down. She looked at me. She goes, is he fucking stupid? 
I said, <laughs> she was I would have gone to Century and got him some damn soda. You tell him next time he uh, she was pissed. Then I told my daughter who works at well, I won't say the name of the place, but where right, she works. Right, yeah. But I said, you know, they wanted to charge him five fifty for delivery. She goes, it must be because it's cold. And I said, well, that's just not right. $11 for a 12-pack. She goes, she said the same thing. She goes, well, damn, I would have went and got it for him. So, yeah, next time I, you run I low, appreciate it, yeah. let me know, because my wife was ready to come over there and throttle you. You know, man. dude, I had good. a fucking, I had a weird dream the other day. We won't, I won't put it online. I'll just tell you later on. But she was yelling at me. Your wife was yelling at me. But it wasn't her, though. It was a different person. And I was running late for the show. And you had a, a, a German exchange student living with you. And you came over and you were preparing ribs at my house. But it was like a, my house was like a mansion kind of thing. And I was running late and I had to put on these Jordan air force ones. Remember those, the first edition that like, they were like that white and red leather. Yes. They were like size 27, dude. <laughs> they were huge. And you were like, Murray, it's past six o'clock. We got to get to the show. And then your wife pops out of the kitchen and she's like, you're always late, Murray. You're always fucking late. And then I woke up and I'm like, what fucking time is it? And it was only like three o'clock. So very strange stuff, man. It is. That's weird, man. You know, I can understand the ribs part of it and the air force. Ones. I, I saw an advertisement on Facebook last night. That's probably where that came from, but weird stuff. I guess I did put it online. I, I didn't save it for no, for personal okay. stuff, but who cares? More content for the show, I guess. Yeah, you know? yeah. And with that, I guess we will uh, get on to the uh, main course here on uh, the list. Yeah, we got to keep list. it moving. Our uh, top five. My neck. Our top five eighties action. I don't want to do action in general because there are so many action films, but the eighties is really chock full of them. So I figured and nineties action wasn't the same, you know? No, no. Like, I don't think I could find. Yeah. Maybe I could find five nineties actions. That but, were cool. Could definitely do seventies, but eighties was where it was at. But putting this list, we'll do the seventies eventually, but putting this list together, right. I can guarantee you we're going to do another list. Probably. Top five 80s actions part do because uh there's a lot more I would have liked to have brought up. But oh yeah, dude, there's a shit ton more that that didn't make the list that that I was struggling with, but I went with the, the heavy hitters for me. So we'll so, see how it turns out. So with that being said, I guess we can kick it all off with your number five. Number five. I am going with the post-apocalyptic classic movie. The Road Warrior. You know, yeah. it's uh was kind of you know, we talked about if we can use futuristic stuff, but it has to be on Earth. You know, is it a sci-fi? Is it an action movie? You know, with the amount of car chases and violence in that movie, I felt it had to be included in the list. Uh, just because I think Frank Miller is the director, right? 
Right. Now, uh, I, ho- I hope this doesn't mess up your list, but I think you missed her. I didn't mean it had to be on our Earth. It just had to be grounded on ground. So you could have picked something that took place on another planet as long as it was on the planet. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. This okay. is the Road Warrior is kind of my most, uh, you know, like far out choice. Okay. That, uh, on, on the, the list as far as. I was questioning. There was like four other movies that almost got the top five spot. But for me, you know, it was really influential. You know, punk rock dudes. Can you answer something for me, Paul? Go ahead. Was that a, was that a chick on the back of his bike or was that a dude? You know, I've always thought it was a dude. I thought it was a dude as well. I mean, in this day and age, 2023, it doesn't matter. But back then in the 80s, it was very, uh, you know, like, what was the deal with dude, man? Was he like, you know? Yeah, I, it, it was, it was <laughs> look, a dude. Looking for his humongous or what, you know? But if you, but it may, it may have been done back in the 80s. But if you think about it, that movie was taking place. Probably now. So right, okay. So he could have, yeah. All right. Well, and makes you a know, lot more sense, right? <laughs> and when you know, and when the planet is destroyed the way it was in the you know the the the, the Mad Max universe, you know, I guess you had to find love where you could. That's you know, and that's uh, that guy, the punk rock guy. He needed love too, man. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we can't we can't fault him too bad for that. But you know, okay. the, the first Mad Max I didn't like. Uh, you know, I respect it. You know, I like it, but it's not a favorite. And then Thunderdome, of course, was awesome, but didn't make the list, you know. I mean, Tina Turner, you know, uh, Master Blaster, all that shit, you know. But uh, Road Warrior, one of my first favorite action movies as a kid. So Steve says it was a dude on the bike. Okay. He also says he wants you to do the voice of the guy that wore the mask. <clears throat> Give me your gasoline. I am humongous. Give me your gasoline and you can go free. That's about the best I can do right now. It was pretty good. That was I pretty mean, good. I, I can I could probably push it a little bit more as we go, but that's that's the uh that's the best I can do. You will live if you give me your gasoline. All right. That's, <laughs> I, I, I do believe I do believe if you, I know you're still listening, Steve, but if I think if you watch it through my Facebook page or grandpa's playlist, you can comment and it shows up. So you don't have to, you know, I'm just saying it's worth a try. I know Rumble, we can't see the comments, but you could I think we can yeah. if you go to the Facebook. Um yeah, that, now, I think that's how it worked last time. Yeah. Now here's my question. You saw Road Warrior. Did you see Road Warrior before you saw Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I didn't see Mad Max until years later. And I think that's why I didn't like Mad Max as much. You know, because, I mean, I saw the Road Warrior. And, you know, I was a kid, so I really didn't even know there was a Mad Max until a couple years after I saw Road Warrior. Now, I will give it up, you know, Toe Cutter that dude's awesome, you know, and he, he comes back. Well, the actor comes back in, in Fury Road. Um, you know, but, but I like that aspect of it, but yeah, yeah. Road Warrior was definitely first. 
And then if there's a movie that's is total eighties, you know, uh, we got the, you know, we got the wrestlers, the road warriors from that movie and all that. What right. do we got here? He's on, he's going to watch right. it on this okay. one. But yeah. Okay. But yeah, what did, what did you see first? Did you see Mad Max? I was the same thing. The- I was the same thing. Road Warriors. And now I'm not, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I've seen some DVDs that have come out, you know, recently. And they actually say now Mad Max 2, the Road Warrior. Yeah. You know, now years later, it's kind of like what they did with the New Hope. You know, like we grew up with it being called the Road Warrior. Nowadays, kids call it Mad Max 2. You know, because, uh, you know, they just want to have that that tie-in. It, it, it messes with their ADHD if it doesn't say Mad Max on it, you know. Yeah, I'm getting ready to look. <laughs> I have, I, I have a, I do believe, I own Fury Road, but I think the original ones I have on Voodoo. I'm going to look and see if Voodoo has it listed as Mad Max 2. Or the Road Warrior, because I'm curious. Right. What would you think of Fury Road? You know, I actually, I actually liked it. To be honest with you, yeah. Yeah, me, me too, man. I, I love, I love Tom Hardy. What does it say, Mad Max? The Road Warrior, and then in parentheses it says Mad Max Two. Mad Max Two. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I so, liked it at, at first. I was a little bit disappointed. Because it didn't really live up to the like mega hype that they were pushing on it, but the more I, the more times I watched it, I'm like, God damn, man, this is, this is well, cool, cool that this movie came out, you know, in this this day and age. I will say I did like the movie. I'm glad the bad guy from the original one came back to be the new bad guy, you know, in in the remake. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan. Of what's your face? I can't remember her name at the moment. Uh, Charlize Theron. Yeah, I'm a big fan. She yeah. does. A, she's good. Does good. You know, she's a good action actress. She's good at it. And I even enjoyed her shitty role in the, the Fast and the Furious movies because I'm going to yeah, be honest with you, me that too. character is kind of a you know kind of lame. But yeah, but you know, you know I, they had I, to throw her in there. So yeah, Aeon Flux, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, I've liked almost yeah. all the stuff she's done and. I gotta be a man here. She's not bad on the eyes. So no, she's hot, dude. There's no so denying was, that she's. I was hot. glad she was in it. You know they're making a yeah. Mad Max movie just about her. Yeah, Furiosa. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have her in it though. It's some other actress playing the part, but it's still Frank Miller though. So I'm I am gonna give it the time of day. I'll tell you that. Are, so. are they going backwards? Are they doing her as a younger so they can? Yeah, have some- yeah. It's oh, a prequel. So okay. I guess a Morton Joe, which is the toe cutter. Um, a Morton Joe, I guess he is in it. Okay. So it's going to be more like how he discovered her and captured her or uh, whatever the story is. But I'm in it. I'm invested in it. My only, have com- my, money. my only complaint with Fury Road was I can't believe they couldn't find some kind of cameo or something for fucking Mel Gibson. Dude, I was just going to bring that up. I think it's a wasted opportunity. Yeah, but they didn't have Mad Max or uh, Mel Gibson as like the villain. Like, you know, this is like 30 years after Thunderdome and he creates his own uh, civilization and he kind of goes mad and shit. And like he could have been the main villain. And this new guy, you know, Tom Hardy, 
didn't have to necessarily be the Mad Max, just a Mad Max or whatever, right. you know, like, you know, just the Mad Max is the name of the movie, you know, fuck it. He's just a right. different character. And they, I really think it could have benefited from at least a glimpse of Mel Gibson, but you know, Hollywood, you know, fucking blacklisted him or whatever. And the fucking waste that is, but uh, we don't need to talk about that. No, we'll, we'll we'll stay away from all the uh, weirdness that is Hollywood, and we'll just yeah. now. Just keep did you, on trucking, man. Did you now? When I saw Mad Max after, it bugged me that his voice was different. Yeah, it was a different yeah. actor. Yeah, because uh, they they thought that uh, didn't they think that Mel had too much of a like a Kiwi accent and they overdubbed it with somebody or some shit. Like yeah, that. I do believe. Yeah. But he, 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 I don't, I don't understand the whole mythos because he's from New York. He, you know, he lived here. He was born in Australia, but he, he was so little when they came here and then he goes back and to, to, you know, to do the films in Australia, but his accent really wasn't as strong as some of the other people's. Yeah, you know? no shit. I mean, I thought, but you know they were investing the money. Like remember, uh, uh, Hercules in New York. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger walking around with that like stupid voiceover that he had. You know they they just maybe you know Hollywood people are weird. Maybe they just thought that uh, it wouldn't get an international market if if he was too Kiwi, I guess. But my favorite voiceover in the was in the of 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 of, of the whole Mad Max film was the first what was that was in mad max it was the police the his police chief the, the 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 sergeant or captain or whatever it was because he had a voice that the guy who did his voice did all those marvel comic book with the 45s yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you gotta get a max you gotta have and i was like i just i have a thing about that i have a i have that thing about his voice and i got gotcha. you and I, I i understand man yeah but but Road Warriors, that's that that's a good. That was the first movie I saw. I saw that even before Death Race two thousand. Death Race two thousand. Yeah. that was my second car action flick. Well, maybe the third. I think I saw Mad Max was uh, Road Warriors was first, and then I think my second movie that I saw with cars was the was the Duel, the Steven oh, yeah, Spielberg. Yeah. yeah, and then I saw. Uh, Death Race 2000. Now, what about, Ma I mean, what about Maximum Overdrive? Um, I well, that one I saw. I don't remember if I saw any of those before, but I, I mean, I Maximum Overdrive would have been my would have been my third, I think. But I'm right, I'm not sure. Right. My I get hazy, but I do think I think I saw Maximum Overdrive was like probably the the, the latter. But the my favorite one, I mean, I love Maximum Overdrive, but my favorite one was uh, Death Race 2000 because that fucking thing was over the top. Dude, man, I, I bought Death Race 2000 before I had seen it because it was a Roger Corman film. It was like one of those bargain movies that you could get for like five bucks. I'm like, oh, cool, you know, cult movie Death Race. I watched it and I fucking... Just fell in love with it, dude. I, I like was laughing and oh well, thank you, man. He's a being little a little room. yeah, he's being a little weird today, but we'll let it go. We'll let it go. 
That's right, man. I'm spiffy, dude. You know, spiffy. Yes. Theo says it's awesome. <laughs> Road Warrior is still awesome as fuck. It is, man. I, I still, I could still watch it to this day and and dig it, man. You know. So with oh, that yeah. said, I mean, what's your number five? We got to keep the we got to keep the show rolling, man. You know. My number five is a little flick called Invasion USA. Dude, Invasion almost made my list. Um, um you know, Chuck you know, Norris, classic movie. But it's so cheese dick at the same time. It's like, my it, first. It's my first. It was the first Chuck Norris movie I saw. Because I still didn't see uh, Enter the Dragon. Not Enter the Dragon. Oh, um, I didn't see... Enter the, Chuck, the Octagon and, or whatever. No, the, the one he did before were... Uh, I can't remember the name of it because I'm bad with names because of the stupid Alzheimer's. But Chuck Norris was the bad guy. And Bruce Lee worked in his family's Chinese re its restaurant in Italy. The movie was in Italy. Yeah, yeah. It has two different names. The, uh, in my Criterion collection, the name is different than the regular DVD that I bought. Yeah, in my box but, set, it's called Return of the Dragon, I believe. Right, but I um, it, so it had two names. But you know which one I'm talking about. The one where oh, they... Oh, yeah, for sure, Nicole, where it's... Yeah. Yeah, Slow I saw motion and right. he's got the chest hair exploding. Yeah, I you saw know, that. That, after. that was my, that was my first introduction because my dad explained to me that Chuck Norris was the real deal and he's like the karate champ and taught me all about Chuck Norris and everything. But uh, who was who, who was the who, creeper guy in Invasion USA? The, um, the main villain guy. He like is a real creep. He's the guy with the scarred face. He was also yeah, in that, yeah. that movie, uh, that movie where he played the cult his cultist, and Jennifer yeah. Runyon went to the. She escaped the cult, and he kept coming back to get her. Uh, dead, dead dreams, deadly dreams. I can't remember Bad the name. Dreams. of Dreams. I think it was Bad Dreams. Bad yeah. Dreams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have it. I got a Shout Factory version of it, but yeah, Bad yeah, Dreams. He's, he's like the real life Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name. You know, he's really. Either. He's really, really good. Well, he was. He's passed away. But he was really good friends with uh, the guy who played Clay and the guy who was, uh, you know, uh, Ron Perlman. They were roommates. Yeah. They went to the same acting school together. He said he was a very troubled man. He was. I, he was. I, an, well, he was an alcoholic. That he damaged his own face doing drugs. He was. He was messed up. But he finally got himself clean and straightened out. Richard Lynch. His name was Richard Lynch. Okay. All right. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah, he was so, the because I saw Invasion USA first. Because the next year I saw, but I didn't put that one on my list. But the second one I saw of Chuck Norris was Delta Force because that came out the year after. Yeah, Delta, Delta Force was pretty kick ass too. But what Invasion USA, go ahead. What was the movie where he had um, those two little Ingrams? You know, they were like Uzis, but they weren't Uzis, they were Ingrams. And he like ran around and he had the two Uzis. And like he shoots a guy with a rocket launcher at the end, and that would have been that. I do believe that was that. I do believe that was invasion. It's know, been a while since I've seen it. I, I keep getting them mixed up, but I know I loved Invasion, and I watched it again about a year ago, and was like, "Holy smokes, this is cheese dick!" You know, well, like remember when I saw it back in the eighties, I didn't under, I didn't know cheese. I just knew movies, you know, I well, didn't know. Yeah. I agree. When I saw it, it was just like, wow, man, 
this is pure action. It's awesome. People getting shot up and machine guns. Now, just looking at it with with older eyes, it's like, okay, this is kind of a weird premise, you know, like, but that's right. My dad did train <laughs> Chuck Norris. Wouldn't have been that hard. But, uh, yeah, it was, all right, okay, it was, it was, all right, okay, that's that works then. Because, yeah, I used to watch that on uh, HBO all the time. Loved it. It didn't make the list, but it was definitely a thought of mine for uh, for the list. Because I thought it was, I thought it was good. It was fucking. It was crazy with all the the fighting and the blow. I hadn't seen stuff get blown up so bad. You know, it was like right, crazy. Right. And it's just like you know, getting uh, getting used to the Chuck Norris movies. Do you remember the the mission missing in action movies? Those were pretty, those, it was, yeah, a, yeah that yeah, was miss, like his, his, uh, you know, Vietnam revenge. Missing, missing in action was first. And then the sequel was actually the prequel. Yes. Yes. And I think there was three missing in actions. I'm not really sure, but. I have a bunch of the, I have a bunch of the, let me see. I can actually look, can actually look at my list. I have a list, but, uh. Yeah, I remember seeing. Uh, I, I I saw. I do believe it was a. Uh, it was on uh, a beta tape that I saw it because I did. Obviously, I didn't. Oh, every single movie that's on this list, I didn't see in a theater because, well, all but one of them were rated R. So, you know, be, you know, they were a little strict back when I was a kid. You know, it was hard to get in. It's, we had to. It's, it's you, funny if you, you bring that up. That's that's going to come up a little bit later. You wanted to see an R-rated movie. You had to buy a ticket for the PG movie. I don't know how y'all did it in Wisconsin, but when I was in Georgia, we'd buy a ticket. Same way. Same we'd buy way. a ticket for a movie, and then we'd go into it. And then we knew the start time of the R-rated movie, and we would look on our watch, and we would sneak out and go into that one. Yep, and I was failed, lucky, dude, many times. I, I was I was lucky enough never to get uh never to get caught. I ne I never got caught. But um, you know, sometimes we would um if you had a good friend, they could prop the exit door open. We'd go behind the theater and come in, but that was a risky one because once the lights turned turned out, you could see the light coming from the exit. So see, yeah, I, but we had I, I, I got lucky. I got lucky. I was I would go to the the movies the cinema so much that like the employees knew me at that point mm -hmm. and they saw me and my family so much they didn't even care you know what I'm saying like it got to the point where I was like 13 14 and I just asked for the R-rated ticket and they just here you go Murray here you go but no we'll get into that whole aspect here in a minute because it does play into my my list what you just talked about with with the uh, r-rated movies in the 80s and stuff like that and and that was it, another thing too it it creeped me out the the bad guy did creep me out he was he was good at what he did yes yeah, i was got him go ahead sorry i'm sorry to cut but you. i was gonna say there's there's a little bit of trivia behind invasion usa remember when they blew the door at the at the uh at the uh armored truck place and that guard was sitting at the table and the door flew back and hit him and right. you could see him on camera get knocked down right. he died he really died in real well, life he, he died the, from that the, 
the guy died because the stunt went wrong. And he, when that door flew back, it hit him and killed him. His wife tried to sue them. Obviously it didn't work. And she tried to have the scene stopped, uh, not show the scene. So that shot of him getting hit with the door, technically snuff because it, they used the shot that where he died, where it killed him. So wow, technically that's, that's a snuff scene. That is going on my list of stuff to watch in the next two days. And if you watch it, knowing now that he died, it, it's even more brutal than when you saw it as a kid. And you're like, oh, that was cool because you think it's a dummy. The way it, I mean, his body looks like a dummy, but no, he got he they, he got killed. That door, that concrete door hit him and he just it killed wow, him. Wow, dude. Well, you learn something new every day. That's creepy. Excuse so me. next time. So next time you watch Invasion USA, which you should watch soon. You watch that scene and remember he's real. It'll change this. The scene will be totally different for you. Yeah. That's probably going to be my next watch for sure. So. Invasion yeah, USA. All right. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's yeah, yeah. Watching it now. It's like, Oh, uh, but back when I was a kid, man, I was jumping up and down on the couch and. Ooh, oh, me too, man. You know, I wanted to have my own, uh, my own Uzis and shit, but my dad had to correct me every time. Those aren't fucking Uzis. They're Ingrams. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, then, and then Chuck Norris had a badass pickup truck, too. He was driving around yeah, in that yeah. badass black pickup. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. That's a good movie. But that, yeah, that's my number five, Invasion USA. That, that, that's, All right. That's fine. Moving so, on to number four. Yep. Going to the R rated route. This was, this and another movie on my list was the first R-rated movie that my dad took me to. Okay. And I was like, you know, it was felt special. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to an R-rated movie. I'm going to be able to brag about it to all my friends. This movie melted my fucking kid mind when I saw it. The classic, and I don't know how you're going to react to this if it fits our criteria, but I went with Predator for number four because it took, place, it took place here. So I yeah, it took place here. It's an action movie, very heavy on the sci-fi. But I couldn't leave out Predator. You know, it was either this or another movie was going to get the either number four or number five spot. But they and they're both kind of along the same questionable lines on what we would take as an action movie, but. Predator, I mean, Jesus Christ. You know, we got so many quotable lines. It was gory. It was violent. It was so much testosterone that when I watched the movie, my balls actually grew two sizes just watching the movie, you know, like it was uh, it was amazing. But it was the it was the scene, the, the scene that made your balls grow the biggest was when they were all. Exactly. Exactly. You know the point. Exactly. Yeah. You know when the arms came out, it's just there was so much machismo in that moment that uh, I could barely handle it. But yep. I remember laughing just giddily at the and just because it was so I was so overstimulated, and we left the movie, and I remember laughing, and my dad loved it. I loved it. Uh, you know, so Predator always holds a special, special part in my heart. You know, I think they, they kind of went downhill with aliens versus Predator and stuff like that. And 
but shit's still cool as fuck, man. No, you it know, was like, a good, you know. I ain't got time to bleed. I ain't got time to bleed. And it was a good, it, it was it was a very, you know, I you know, it was the second thing I saw the the dude from uh what was it 48 hours, the Indian yeah. guy, he was it was a set, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I'd seen him in 48 hours and then I saw him in this. I actually liked his character in Predator better, but he was, yeah, that was you're right. I mean, that was action-packed, you know, and it was it was it was intense, you know, you know, the whole, you know. You couldn't see them. You know, you couldn't see the... We could see them. We knew he was there because they did the whole screen thing, but they couldn't yeah, see Yeah, you know, but they couldn't see it. It's just... And Arnold Schwarzenegger, I mean, that's... that. I mean, Jesus Christ. The 80s... The 80s and Arnold Schwarzenegger go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, I almost it's, feel like he's part of my family, you know? So... I think he but, is part of all our family. Right. <laughs> we all got a little Arnie in us. Yeah, I, I'm not going to do it, Arn. I'm not going to do it. But, uh, but yeah, that's my number four. I mean, we don't really, you know, Predator kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. We don't really got to discuss it too much. Um, you know, I do think out of the sequels, I think the one with uh, Adrian, uh, Adrian Brody, uh, Predators, was probably the, the best sequel. Um, you know, that movie, The Predator fucking stole. Oh, yeah. That was the one where the dude from that 70s show was a fucking douchebag. Yeah, he was, he was like Predators. a serial killer or some shit. Yeah, yeah. That I did, yeah, I did like Predators. I still haven't seen Prey yet. The one on Hulu. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, there we go with that echo. Sorry, folks. But no, yeah, Prey, Prey was pretty good, except it was a little predictable. You know, like I, I kind of called how the movie was going to end within the first five minutes. Did that take away from the overall experience? Not really. You know, they're but, making a new one. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's going to take place during World War II. So that ought to be interesting. My my only complaint about Prey is, you know, call me sexist or whatever, but you know what it is. Just... Every movie these days is always the same. It's always the, the the dudes are dumb. The chicks beat everybody and save the day every time. And yeah, I know we're overdue for that. The eighties cliches, you know, it's time for the strong female, whatever, but Hey, newsflash I, men are like 80% of the, uh, you know, movie going audience. You know, at I level. am, I am, I am totally okay. With having strong women in leads, because you know, as alien, much as people yeah. alien and even Princess Leia was no slouch. She well, yeah, of course, yeah. But they don't have to make the men so dumb. That that's the right. part that gets me. We can have a good strong lead and not have the man. You know, like Michael B. N. He wasn't a dumbass in Aliens. No, but, dude, not at all, man. He was. They all, you know, it's that the alien was the perfect balance. But you know, it's just like, like Ray Skywalker and all that shit. Like, it's just, uh, I don't mind. I'm fine with it. Like I said, I'm not sexist. I still like enjoy the movies, but it just seems like every single movie is like that these days. But we don't want to get off on a tangent, don't want to piss anybody off and no. be like, oh, cry about it some more, fanboy. What you doing, white <laughs> girls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we don't want to get that whole deal started, but no, but, but yeah, that's my number four. 
I will say this about Predator 2. Um, I like the scene where he hung up all the drug dealers from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. But it, I think I think it could have been a little bit better taking place. I know it was the 80s. Maybe they were afraid. I don't know. But being in the urban, there should have been a lot more. He should have been able to kill a lot more people than he did. Right, dude. He should have just been hunting so many motherfuckers with guns in that kind of environment. He could have been hunting down like a lot of different people. And, and I it just, really it, it didn't. It didn't resonate with me. It just. I love the scene at the end where Danny Glover's on the ship and you see like the alien head and all that shit. That shit was kick ass. But other than that, you know, I, it just and, didn't. And it opened the door. That whole scene where he killed the, and then they gave him the gun. That was all part of, you know, cause they brought that in aliens versus predator. And here's another one. The first one where it took place in Antarctica, yeah. um, where it had the guy who they, you do know that that was Bishop. Yes, the guy, yes. the guy who I mean, I mean, it was the guy, the guy who went to the pyramids, worked for Wayland Utani, I do believe, and he was the person who created Bishop. That's why Bishop looked like him. Yeah, he was yeah, for sure. Yeah. But well, he was actually to be more technically correct, he was an ancestor of the guy that showed up in Alien Three, which was the company like Bishop. man. Yeah. Who designed yeah. Bishop? So yeah, it right. all that's why they look this. Yeah, and, but, but that's the only bit of continuity that that shit has. That, and that I alien, that. and that alien versus predator though, that did the same thing. She got rewarded with a weapon, but that had a strong female lead, and no one cared back then. Well, yeah, because it like you know it wasn't shoehorned in us. Right, it you felt know, natural. Like, it just yeah, felt it, like it, natural. It felt natural, and you know it was kind of fresh again at that point. But now it's like. But then again, you got to look at like all the horror movies we watch. There's a final girl that always beats right. the dude. Well, well, <laughs> so I, it's kind I, of formula, but the, I think what you're saying is true. It, it, it's not that it's pushed. Instead of it feeling natural, you go to the movie. You're like, oh, they made her the action star because, or because it doesn't have a natural right, feel. Right, feels exactly. Pushed. It's and then making everybody around her a total idiot really bugs me too, because yeah, that's you know, just. This is not my thing. All right, so moving on. What's your number four, Big Paul? My number four is a classic. I'm sure you'll agree. And it was uh, Escape from New York. Nice, man. Good old John Carpenter classic. Paul Foreskin, that's your name. Because uh, yeah. it was it was actually, you know, it was futuristic, but it was still, you know, it had, it, 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 it's a sci-fi movie, too. But I think at the heart of it is an action film. Yeah, you know. and I'll agree with that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I mean, Snake Plissken is is synonymous with action, and fucking Kurt Russell kicks ass. It's John Carpenter. I don't think it made either of our John Carpenter lists. No, it, it wasn't on mine. That's why I was like, this is a, you know, I there was a there was I. I'll get it. Okay. One, I was going to, I was going, I was, I'm a big fan. I know a lot of people question me. I'm a big fan of Ghosts of Mars. I like Ghosts of Mars. I, I could have went with it on this list, but it was so new. It didn't have an impact on my life or anything. So I was like, right. eh, I'll leave it off. But Escape from New York did because it gave me 
it was the first futuristic movie that I saw that took place here. You know, right. when I watched Road Warrior and all that, I knew that was another country. I knew it was Australia because, well, they were all Australian. So I knew, you know, it wasn't here. But Escape from New York was like here. It's like, dude, you know, what What would happen? I could live through this kind of, you know, Escape from New York could be my life when I'm 80 years old or something. Because, you, you know, you don't fucking know when you're a kid. Right. And, yeah, we, know, we thought we thought right about now uh, New York would be a, a prison, you know. Right. So like we, we I thought the country would have been nuked by now. And so I was like very, very much. I really enjoyed Escape from New York. It made me, you know, it made me, me and my friends, you know, it was like we would discuss it. Like, okay, what would you do, you know, if we were walled off from the rest of the world and we were, you know, it's like, because it makes me think. I think stuff like, okay, you know, they, they walled off New York and made it a prison, but when they did it, how many people were stuck in there that really weren't criminals? That, you know what right, I mean? Right. That had to live, you know, like they were just poor or something and they had to live in that kind of environment. Because we both know people live in the subways. Right. And right. homeless people. So if the government built a wall, what's to stop them from fucking, you know, we're going to check the subways? Ah, fuck those people. So it makes you wonder, you know, oh, innocent, you know, it could be, you know, so, you know, we would debate it. It was like, it, the movie actually, you know, made me and my friends think it was stupid, but it made us think about stuff. But I, I just, I loved it. You know, it, 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 it you know, it had Loomis in it because he was the president. Yep, yep. You got to love that, you know. Yeah. And it had some good villains. It has some good villains. A lot of the, the gangster guys. Now, we will not discuss the travesty that is Escape from L.A., yeah, I didn't like that uh, one. Yeah, just surfing and shit, you know. So yeah, I didn't. I I thought it was. I to me, to me, Escape from L.A. was the studio's way of maybe convincing him we need to do something quick for some quick cash, and just yeah. just doing a snake, you know, putting you know Kurt Russell and we'll make some money. Because yeah, I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, I think I have a copy of it that I got from my father-in-law's collection when he when he died and all that, but I don't think I, I don't think I, uh, I only owned escape from New York. Cause yeah, I didn't, I didn't like LA. It just, it didn't do it for me. I, like I said, I thought it was just a cheap cash grab. Yeah. Me too. Of- I don't, I don't even put it on like the, the John Carpenter radar. It's just kind of like, like you said, a banger movie, just put it together, put it out there. It's kind of, it's cringy, dude. I just don't, I don't like it, but Snake Plissken will live on forever, man. Yeah, I got I, I own it. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't like I actually was upset about John Carpenter when I saw the escape from LA. I was like I was I was disappointed in him. And I know it's weird because I don't know the guy, but it was like I felt he could have done better. I don't know, yeah, maybe something's going on, maybe something was going on in his life. I don't know. I just know for me, LA didn't work, but New York, New York was great. You know, and yeah, some so of the, you know, classic actors, it was just, it was all around a really good movie. I'll watch oh, New yeah. York over and over. I, I'll probably never watch LA ever again. You know, like I, I don't see myself sitting through it anytime soon. So. And I saw Escape. I saw Escape from New York before I saw the Warriors. So when I saw the Warriors, same here. It, it had that Escape from New York feel, where the different gangs. 
Yeah, so yeah, different territories and gangs and yeah. I was never a big fan of the Warriors. I mean, I get the cult classic feel of it and all that. I just I saw it later on in life. Thought it was okay, but uh just uh you know, you know just couldn't do it. <laughs> See, I don't even remember that scene. Yeah, I don't need I mean I'm thinking he's right, but I'm not for like I said. The first time I've seen it, I think I've seen LA twice. It's been out for so long. I think yeah, I've I mean, only I, seen it I twice. think I've seen it once, one time, I think. And it just, I was like, nah, this ain't for me, man. The whole Peter Fonda's mu muscle car and surfing or what I just, <laughs> I just couldn't handle it. And, and hey, Escape from New York had Ernest Borgnine. He was a taxi gotta, driver. Gotta love old Ernest Borgnine, man. Yeah, so I think we brought him up in the last episode too. I just don't remember. Yeah, what dude, we... he he, uh, he he pops up a lot, man. He was in a uh, black hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Heard why. Us, that's yeah. why we were discussing him. He was in. Uh, he was in black hole. So. Yeah, but yeah, so Escape from New York. I th I think everybody Invasion USA. I would never go out and just say, "Hey, everybody needs to see Invasion USA." I, I'm not so conceited in my choices that I think it's a classic, but. Escape from New York is definitely a classic. If you haven't oh, seen yeah, it, you, sure. you need to see that one. Yeah. But Invasion was close enough to almost make my list as well. So I do recommend that as a good watch. But uh, Escape from New York, 100% for sure. Oh, yeah. So moving on to number three. Number three. Now, this was kind of flip-flop back and forth on where I was going to put certain things. But I'm going with my first instinct. Somebody yelled at me. And said, no, these, these movies should be flipped around. You'll see what I mean as we go. But my number three is a tie again. Now, you can beat me up because I did the whole alien aliens thing again. But I think you'll agree this is okay in this scenario. Maybe. My number Maybe. three is First Blood and Rambo. Because I think they're both companion piece movies. Uh, I think... Part one, First Blood, is the superior of the two, but I couldn't leave Rambo off the list because, you know, when it came out in the 80s, it was the biggest thing in the world for uh, for us little 80s boys and shit. And I had the, the Rambo poster on my wall where he was holding the RPG and everything. And, and uh, you know, my dad was a vet, so, of course... He was all big into it and everything. And First Blood, you know, I did see first, of course. And that was just a just crazy, awesome movie. And it made you think about a lot of shit. And I just, I don't think it would be proper if those two movies weren't on the list. You know, is is uh, Rambo better than Predator? Nah, on a movie standpoint, no. But as far as 80s action Rambo has to be has to be mentioned on the list. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it wouldn't be a proper action list without Rambo. So that's my take, man. And I always wanted an exploding arrow. So you know, all I right. So I know that they're 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 getting ready to make a new Rambo movie. I hope you're aware of. Uh, well, let's hope it's good because Rambo Five stunk. I liked the one where he went to Mexico to try. I liked it. I liked it. I Okay, all right, don't get me wrong. I liked it on a movie standpoint 
But in my opinion, it felt like it felt like a different movie script that they wrote Rambo into. You know what I mean? Like it was a script for a different movie. They decided to make it a Rambo movie. Uh, I like the traps, the underground stuff. So did it stink? Maybe not so much, but compared to Rambo 4? Yeah, dude, it sucked compared to Rambo 4. I didn't Rambo like Rambo was- on I didn't like Rambo driving the boat on the river. That was stupid. I didn't like man, that one. Man, man, I didn't like nah, it. Nah, dude. It had a lot of violence, but the story was stupid. I didn't like it. Well, yeah, I, like I can I can I can buy what you're saying there, but just the I own them all. Of- I Just own the them amount. all. Well, so do I. So do I. Except five. I never bought five, but I did see it at the movie theater. But the amount of carnage and meat in part four, you know, me being the overreactor like I am, I just went nuts when I saw Rambo four. I I loved it. I didn't really like three so much. Okay. I, I own every I own every single Rambo film. Right, but, right. But but three. Three was weak as fuck. I'd rather yeah, watch dude. the other ones than three. I just didn't. It was a cheerleader movie, but, you know, because it took place in Afghanistan. It was like, oh, let's go America. It just, I just felt it was just a cash grab, you know. Yeah, me too. I just felt like it was okay. You're getting away from the whole premise that he was a disillusioned vet, and like. You know, because the first blood had so many, so much subtext to it. You know, like the price that that uh, the the vets play paid in the war, dude. You know, like you know stuff like that. It's true, man. They they based the movie on my. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm I'm, pro- I'm probably gonna get booed, even probably by you. As much as I like the Rambo movies, and I have I own them all, I think the first film got ruined by the sequels. Because in the I, I will the, agree on that. I will in the agree. original, it was a heart. It, it was pulling at my heartstrings. This guy just wanted to be left alone, and then right. you know, he, and, and then they took that guy who you felt bad for, and then just turned him into a killing machine. And it was like eh, that's yeah, where it, I, it, it took away from the the cerebral uh, impact of First Blood. I that, that's I 100% what I like. agree with you on that. That's why I like that last movie because it kind of made it feel like it was the Rambo was, from the first film. Yeah, like of the that, girl to that and guy was, that yeah, that yeah. wanted to be alone. In that context, I completely agree with you on 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 uh, New Blood or whatever it was called or uh, Last Blood. But that that movie had a great song in it. What was all oh, that Rambo? Uh, road, when you're That's a good song. Is that Frank? Did Frank That's sing that? Frank, shit? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. Is it? Look, I, I, I love you know, and it had Richard Crenna in it. You know, he came in, and then you know, and then it had you know, First Blood had the fucking you know, uh, it had the very first. Uh, it had the the mighty uh, uh, Brian Dennehy. Yeah, Brian Dennehy was the sheriff. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, like but I just it. It was the movie that when I saw. I was screaming at the TV, leave the fucking guy alone, man. What did he do yeah, to you? Too. you know? And that's why I said the, the first one, I think, stands out. And I just, I, I mean, like I said, as much as I love all the Rambo films, I think that 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 it, they, they all ruined the first one by him being such a 
you know, such a bad media, by him fuck, being yeah. by him being Rambo, you know. Yeah, yeah. My my, my mean, first dog that I ever owned was named uh, John J. Rambo, JJ for short. Yeah. So it, it was Rambo had a big impact on me as a as a child, but. I mean, it was a it, Rambo First Blood Part Two was a good was a good you know was a big hit. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not I mean, it was any, awesome. And I'm not taking I, anything away from it. I just don't think it it was like like you thought how the last Rambo was a movie that was written and they just put Rambo in it. That's how I feel about all of them after one because it was a totally different dude. That's the only right. you know. I do, but that's why I think I like Part Two, is because it's still kind of. You know, like it still had a little bit of cohesion. Like you could see him doing it, like going back to the jungle and going in. But it was a and totally it was, different movie. Yeah, it's a totally different and, point. And it was consistent because didn't it opened with him in jail? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it was, it was, a, it was consistent it that was he a was direct you know, sequel. Yeah, so yeah, it was good. But with that, what's your number three, brother Paul? My number three is one of his nemesises. Um, I know they're friends. They're, I know they're friends now, but back then, who knows? My third. You're probably going to think this is weird for a little for a young kid, but mine. Uh, my number three is Conan the Barbarian. Conan. Well, I love Conan. Now I, uh, I own the Conan sword, but I gave it to a friend of mine. Well, that was your mistake. Well, he's a good friend. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought Conan. It was it was weird because it was the first movie that I saw. Remember, I, when I was over to pick up the ribs, I had said, you know, Quest for Fire had no talking. But I had seen Conan first, and Conan, to me, you know, there wasn't a lot of, you know, it was a quiet type movie, too. You know, you had the narrator, but Conan didn't speak a lot, and it just, I just, it was different. It was different, you know. I like to see my enemies driven before me and hear the lamentations of their women. And he looked like, I had some Conan comics. So yeah, dude, it was Conan was the shit, dude. Yeah, it wasn't like Hercules, you know. You see Hercules in, in, in pictures and stuff, and he was a big, muscular dude. And then Hollywood makes Hercules movies, and he's not as big. At least with Conan, the motherfucker was big. He fit the fucking yeah, dude. Drawings. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was fantastic, and you know, it, my brain at the time was you know that's Darth Vader. Because yeah, you dude, can, uh, yeah, it turns into the snake. Yeah, and, you know, and yeah. I knew that 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 guy was Darth Vader, but it was fucking awesome to see. And they went the mirrors and shit. Or was that Conan the Destroyer? I think it was Conan. Yeah, but I, I could be right. wrong. See, I own Conan on DVD, but I got fucked because now that we have new TVs and stuff, it's in a little black box in the middle of my screen. Yeah, you know how most movies, shit. Yeah, either you know, like. Like, I don't mind black bars on the side when I watch old TV shows. And I don't mind the letterbox, you know, if it's got bars on the top. But this is, like, massive. It's, like, real small in the center. And no matter what, I, if I stretch it out to fill the screen, it looks like crap. Yeah, so the my aspect ratio is so, yes, so my, my copies of Conan look like poo-poo. But along still, the lines of... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, but, well, I was going to say, but I still watch it. That's how much I love Conan, that I watch right, it in that little-ass right. box. But it, I, I, I think, you know, I, 
it was a good story. It, I just love that story, and it takes place. You know, it's like a fantasy film. It takes place. Yeah, it takes place. It's just. I'm I'm a huge fan of Conan. I even like you can fucking kick me in the balls next time you see me. But I kind of dug the Conan that Jason Momoa did. You know, it wasn't uh, yeah, not too familiar. I I saw it once. I didn't mind it. I mean, I'm not going to complain about it because it was a, a lot like the uh, it was a lot like the comics and everything. But um, you know, I'm not too familiar with with the movie enough to really make a critique but i have to ask paul along the lines of conan did you spend any time playing outside with a stick trying to do the uh conan sword flip thing you know that you know i'm talking about the yeah yeah (laughs) i i used to be able to do it i used used to to be able to do it too because part of the reason why i bought the sword was so I could sit there and actually do it, you know, in my twenties. But that fucker was so heavy, and I I had it on display uh, in in a couple of my apartments for many years, and then I put it away in a closet. And my buddy, uh, he's got swords all over his house and everything. So uh, he's the guy that helped me out with the shoveling when he came over with the. You know, so many moons ago, I gave him my Conan sword. Oh, okay, he's got it on display at his house, and because I, so I, it's, it's awesome. I, I love the. I used to read the comics. Like I said, I had some of the comics. And then I saw the movie. I loved it. I, I love the sequel. Okay, I'm not a big fan of Red Sonia. I'll throw that out there. Yeah, Red Sonia. That uh, well, well, it is what it is. It was, you know, it was cool when in the '80s, but. Revisiting it, uh, no, probably not. But I have the Conan. Um, uh, there's an Audible originals that had Audible. There's an audio book where it's right. the entire all the all the Conan novels are in one set. I have that. I have Conan on my Xbox 360. I'm a huge Conan fan, and right. that's because there of was the a film. cool game, man. Do you remember uh, an '80s video game called Raz Tan? I th- yeah, it was kind of based on Conan. Uh-huh. Uh, but they couldn't get the licensing for it. But yeah, it was just awesome. All that, the barbarian stuff. You know, I didn't like uh, Destroyer as much, but you know, I, I still, I love Conan. And dude, whenever they put out those fucking fan-made images of King Conan, I lose my shit. Like, like dude, we need it. It has to happen. King Conan has to happen. My My only problem with it is, Schwarzenegger's not as big as he used to be. I'm kind of nervous about seeing him shirtless. Like he's gonna have to hit the gym. It's, you know, his buddy, his buddy Sylvester's gonna have to take him somewhere and help him get back into shape. Right, but I think he can do it. I think he can do it. I would love, I would love to see old man Conan. I love, I like seeing, uh, you know, I, I like that old man stuff. Logan was an awesome movie. You know, I like, yeah, I like that yeah. old man shit. So I would love to see him one more time. Play Conan. Just, I, I, I really would. It's where but it has to be, man. I, I, that's uh, one of my dream movies right there is King Conan. Like, but, you know, every time they put out one of those fucking memes, I get excited and start looking through to see if they're actually doing it. And they're not doing it, fuckers. 
but I would love, I would, I would love it. That, that's why it made my list. It's in the middle. It's number three, but it had a big impact on me. You know, it made me love Conan as much as I liked reading the comics. The movie made me really love it. And like I said, even I wasn't even disappointed. I know there are some people who don't like Conan the Destroyer, but I enjoyed it. Like I said, I the only like thing it. it's, it's still, it's still good. The only and thing from the the only thing from the Conan universe I don't want to have nothing to do with, and you won't find a copy in this house, is Red Sonia. Yeah, yeah. And not, not because it's not because it's not good. It's just not Conan. Right. She didn't do a bad job playing the role. I just the character wasn't. It just eh. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't it just. Me. It was just meh. Hey, Made me feel like they were trying to make some, you know, Shira money or something. You know what I mean? It's like, eh. and uh, you got to admit, it was the one time Hollywood had the perfect casting. And there was no one better to play Conan than Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, no. I mean, now no. with all the wrestlers, you could, but but back then, no. Because no. Hulk Hogan was a big dude back then, but he, look, I like Hulk Hogan, but dude can't act. I like the movies he's been in. The movies yeah, he's done, brother, are crumb, brother. They're good movies for what they are, but he was a shitty actor, so I wouldn't have. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. you know, it would have been, you know, it no, would not it have been. been. We wouldn't be talking about Conan the Destroyer, or I mean, we wouldn't be talking about Conan right now if it was, if it was a uh, good old Terry Hulk Hogan, you know. Yeah, so I'm I love glad Hulk. I love Hulk, but you know, just no, <laughs> no, not today, yeah. Satan. But but James Earl Jones, he, he, you know, obviously he played a bad guy before because he was the voice of Darth Vader. But you know, seeing him play, you know, seeing him play um, the bad guy in Conan was nice. I liked it. You know, he had the contacts to make his eyes look weird. It was just yeah, it was awesome, it, dude. It was you know, it was it was a good movie. So man, I gotta apologize. Was, my neck is really bothering me today. So so if that's I look my a little extra crooked. That's all right. You're actually straight right now. Now you're back to being crooked. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good to go here for a little while, but then then I go goes. back to uh, Stephen Hawking mode, you know, so bring on the dwarfs. <laughs> but, so, but sorry, okay. So we're now we're on to your, uh, your number two. My number two, man. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to come as much of a surprise, but got a double dose of Arnold Schwarzenegger for us. <laughs> I have to go with one of my favorite movies of all time. Man, no. Okay. You know, was it, I think it was better than Rambo. Not better than First Blood, but I like it more than First Blood. I mean, I was a kid. Again, it was one of those R-rated movies that my dad took me to that I freaked the fuck out and was bragging about it to all my friends. And... You know, there's so many quotable lines in the movie and uh, Alyssa Milano, you know, you can't talk about it now because she's like fucking 12 years old. So, you know, I don't want to be a creeper, but it's, you know, when I was 12 years old, Alyssa Milano was, it's a big thing, man. You know, like. He's dead tired. You're dead tired. I kill you last. <laughs> So, yeah, my number two, not a whole lot to say about it, is Commando. It's a good movie. movie. Yeah, it's a good dude. movie. Had a lot of action. That's the one where he's hanging on the airplane wheel. 
Yeah, that was kind of cheese dick. Even when I was a kid, <laughs> even when I was a kid, I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> that's that's not gonna happen. But but you know, the music, Radong Chong. And as an 80s kid, I used to fantasize about opening up a secret door and having there be an endless supply of guns that I could just go invade a small island with, you know. Hey, it's uh when I was a kid, I didn't know Ray Don was uh, was no uh, Toppy's daughter. I no didn't know idea. until way later because she was married to uh the guy from Soul Man, uh, uh guy to see Thomas Howell. Yeah, they were married for a long time. Yeah, and I, they I did a movie together with Tommy Chong, but I didn't know she was the daughter until way. I don't think I knew until like almost the late nineties. I think is when I found out she was his daughter. Yeah, you know what I found out is with uh, Alice in Chains. Oh, okay. There, there was this album they did called Sap, and there was a, a hidden track on the album and at the end of the album they just keep saying Ray Dong Chong Ray Dong Chong they just keep saying it over and over uh-huh. and I, I learned uh, that uh, you know you can smell them coming <laughs> I cut through I'm not like warm before. butter as much as I think Conan's a better film but yeah, I do. I act. I do think I do like Commando. Uh, it, 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 it. Who's the guy in it? Ah, uh, shit. The, the guy from the Warriors. Uh, come out. Please. Yeah, the yeah. Guy. He was in it. Yeah, little wormy motherfucker. Yeah, he, he was in Dreamscape and shit too. Yeah, I like that God, guy. I, I like. I that love, guy. Yeah, me too, man. I love that. I think that dude's awesome. We kind of disappeared, man. You know, like well, we me and the wife are in the middle of watching a TV show that's called is called Blacklist. Okay. And he was in a couple of episodes, and we're sitting there, and I said, You know who that guy is, right? She goes, No. Which one? Said the bad guy, the German guy. She goes, Oh, yeah, yeah. No, who is he? I said, Warriors, come out and play. She goes, no, that's not him. I said, yeah, it is. She goes, he's, no, that's not him. So she looked it up. She says, damn, it's him. So he was in, he was in, uh, it was like 2012. He was in Blacklist. So he's still so out he's there. Still doing, going. He's still yeah, going. He's, he's doing little roles. He's doing little roles. But yeah, he's still, but yeah, Commando, Commando was also, like I said, Lisa Milano, you, it's like the, if it if I if I hadn't if I didn't know if no one told me she was in it I might have skipped it to be honest with you but when they oh Alyssa Milano's in it I was like I'm there yeah so, see for me I, that was kind of like the start of the uh, Melissa Alyssa Milano thing for me you know like uh, you know it just uh, you know when I saw her I was like oh oh my god oh. And then I started watching Who's the Boss after that. And I wrote her a letter, <laughs> you know. Oh, man. Wrote her a letter, yeah. Yeah, Look, dude. Try to go to the library and find yeah, her like a dress like so address. I can send it to her. And I'm oh, I'm gonna God, say I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this because I don't like to usually discuss this kind of stuff, but I'm going to this one time. Tony Danz is working on uh, a reunion of Who's the boss? Yeah. And he publicly stated that he's not going to have Alyssa Milano in it 
because he doesn't want her to bring it down and ruin it for him. Now, I know she's a little weird now, a little bit, very, 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 very left, and I get it. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be right without her. It's like, I don't know, man. It's like you could have hired her still and just said, you know, please don't ruin this for me. Or let's just been honest with her. Say, look, I know we don't agree on shit no more because we're both too. But I still want you to be in. It just seems just wrong. Leave, leave the politics at home. Yeah. Right. So uh, if you're, if you're not going to have her in it, then just skip it, dude. Like, I don't I, know. Uh, I have no reason to watch it if Alyssa Milano isn't in it. I would tape, I would tape, or my, my, uh, yeah, I would tape who's the boss just so I could get my measly four minutes of, of Alyssa Milano every week. And, and God, if and, there was an episode she wasn't in, I was pissed. Yeah. So, so, so I'm just a big, so it's like, look, I'm, this is the kind of person I am. If I don't agree with your, if I like actors and actresses and all that stuff. If I see them on the view or whatever the fuck they on, and I'm like, dude, I can't get into any of what they're fucking saying, but I will still go to their movie because it's a job. You know, I'm not, I don't go around asking the cashiers at the grocery store, their politics, because if they don't agree with me, I got to go to a different cashier, just do your job. And that's it. You know, I don't care what they do when they're not working, but I'm not going to let a movie get ruined by me just because I don't agree with their politics. So listen, Milano can, Milano can be out in left field doing her crazy stuff, and I'm fine with it. If she does a good movie, I'll fucking go see it. I'm not going to cancel her or do any of that bullshit. I'll go see it. because well, Yeah, dude, it, it, it's, don't, it don't just mean a job. lot to me. It's just a job. So, But I just wanted to bring that up because I just thought, you know, if they, it's you know. It's worth I, talking about. Yeah, it's worth yeah. talking about for sure. But that was, I think that was her first film too. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. And then, so, you know, like Poison Ivy and all that shit. Yeah. Hey, I own. awesome. I hey, I own Charmed on DVD, all seven it's, seasons. I, I had to watch Charmed. My uh, my ex wife was into all that stuff, so I watched. I watched. I've seen it. them pretty much all of them. So I don't Milano's, really, I don't really admit it, but but I you do. just did, but you just did. I know, I know. Yeah, you know, you used to be a nice. You know, now that you're live on the internet, you've been exposing yourself more and more oh dude you, need you know to, i got i got george michael records and i just i'm just saying watch, you need to watch charmed it. and shit oh yeah. my god dude all my secrets are out there now i know you're gonna your image yeah. is about to be soiled I, who, what's next i don't want to know now you know well, on I, face now you know on facebook there i'm gonna get a bunch of uh charmed ads come up you watch it's gonna happen still so. a bunch of the charm necklaces that are on etsy are gonna show up on yeah, your then you know Buffy the Vampire Slayer, all that stupid shit. But that's my number two is the old Commando. So Paul, me, I'm surprised we haven't had any crossover yet nope. so far. And I don't think and, this and, one. And, is... and I highly doubt our my number one is going to be a crossover for you either. So this number two probably hasn't even probably didn't even enter your mind, enter your mind at all when you were doing your list. I can guarantee it. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I almost guarantee it. My number two is Runaway. Oh, God, with Tom Selleck and shit? And Gene Simmons, yeah, yep. dude, yeah, I love that movie, but it did not cross, you know, to be so high on your list, too. Yeah, it didn't cross my mind to put on the list, but I definitely love it, dude. I definitely love it. I had it, I had it on beta. I recorded it off HBO. 
and I wore it out. I was so pissed and sad. I had to wait for it to air again so I could re-record it. And then when I re-recorded it, I dubbed it onto two extra tapes. So I had three copies of it on beta because I watched it so much. Now I own a video. I own, I own it, but you know, I got it on DVD, but I'm a huge, huge fan of runaway for a couple of reasons. One, I'm a big Mark for Magnum PI. So seeing Tom Selleck in a movie was awesome for me. Right. Two, yeah, yeah. Yep. Two. It had uh, Gene Simmons in it. Heaven's on fire, baby. So, you know, I did, you know, so I didn't know what he looked like until, you know, lick it up. But then, you know, and, you know, so I liked him. I liked Gene Simmons. In my opinion, he can act. I, I liked his character. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I thought he was pretty fantastic. I thought he was pretty fantastic and run away. It had so. bullets that would follow you. When right, you I was just gonna. Bullets. I was just gonna bring up the bullets. Yeah, and they all the little robot corners spiders. and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I that thought it was. Ass, dude. I thought it was a very good movie. I thought it was well acted by everyone, even Cynthia Nixon, even the kid. Yeah, it was dude, an awesome. Yeah. It was. It was an awesome movie. I wore out so many. You know, I wore out so many. Ba- I would watch it. I swear, I watched it at least once a week. Like every freaking Saturday night, I'd put it on. I just loved it. I just loved it. That's why it made my number two because I thought it was a good story. It was an original story for back in its time because I think it was it's an the original story for now. I think, I think Runaway could be a relevant movie today as it was back then. And the stuff you know, that they had in that movie, they're making now little spiders right, yeah. and you know, you know they have the whole the whole idea of uh, AI going bad and controlling drones and shit and like yeah we don't have bullets that can follow you yet but uh but yeah runaway is kick-ass did i give you my vhs copy of that do you have that no all right that's still in the basement so yeah dude i got it i I don't have it on dvd but i did watch it on my service probably about four months ago i i would say i watched it and uh, you know, loved it as much now as I did back then. Because back in the didn't make my list, but kick ass movie, dude. Yes, back in the eighties when it came out, we didn't, we barely had computer technology as it is. So it amazed me. I'm like, whoa, you know, this is like yeah, like little crazy robots and shit, you know, and yeah, and Tom Selleck, he was awesome back then and shit. I didn't like Tom Selleck. I watched Blue Bloods. Yeah, I, me I too, man. Him. I can't believe he's an avocado farmer. Yeah, it just blows my mind. It's just I, I have visions of him out there tending to his avocados. That's I'm just that's I'm crazy. a I'm a huge I'm a huge mark for Tom Selleck. I just think it's like he's a good actor. I haven't seen any of his Joss Stone films, but I want to buy them. But I want to buy them in a collection. But I've you know I own Magnum PI. I you know I have Runaway. You know I watch Blue Bloods. I just think the guy. I don't think, you know, he's a, he's a second amendment guy like me. I just think, you know, sometimes he gets a bad rap because, you know, p- you know, politically people don't like him. And it's like, dude, the guy can act who cares what his politics are for God's sake. Yeah. It seems like if you have any common sense or anything, like people get butthurt about it. I I, I don't want to get into it. We, we don't yeah, have to yeah, do yeah. politics, stuff, but, 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 but yeah, run. And it was Gene Simmons first acting gig. And even he yeah. was like, I can't believe they want me for this, but, you know, because Gene Simmons has done other roles. You know, he was in this show called First Watch or Third Watch on NBC. He played a bad guy on that too. 
but he was really creepy. You know, I was like, ooh, you know, he he oozed evil and fucking runaway. What was the what was the movie that? he did with Redger Hauer? Was that oh. Dead or Alive? Was it called? Yeah, yeah. He gets like Dead a or grenade. Alive. He gets a grenade in his mouth or his pants or something like that. Yeah, I, I do believe yeah, it was Dead, like or, Dead or Alive. Yeah, yeah, that That's was a good it. movie too, man. Yeah. So it all around, I thought you know, good story, good actors. It just, I just, I just loved it, you know, and it, it, it was a, you know, you knew who the bad guy was, but watching them try to figure it out was like, you know, oh, come on, can't you, you know, so that that's that run away. I, I, I had a feeling, I, I had a feeling you probably wouldn't have even, I knew it wasn't going to be on your list. I knew that. Right. Yeah. Cause it's just, there were so many others that had to make it on there. So run away was, was kick ass was though. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one for sure. So I so, guess we are at our number one, you yep. know, so uh, not trying to rush stuff here. You know, we usually keep it around 140, 150, you know, so my number one oddly has a uh, kind of a weird Tom Selleck tie-in. Okay. I think you're going to know what it is. Number one action film of the 80s, in my humble opinion, was Raiders of the Lost Ark, man. Okay. I think it okay. just, you know, I, I saw it. Yeah, I think it came out in 80, right? Maybe 81, somewhere around mm. there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and seeing Han Solo play a different role. And, it, you know, Raiders was my first, I'd say, hardcore action movie that I saw. You know, I mean, I saw Enter the Dragon at a, a drive-in when I was a kid. and. Certainly saw some other weird movies, but I, I think in my opinion, Indiana Jones is the uh, quintessential action hero of, of all time. You know what I mean? I know how you feel about Dial of Destiny. I did revisit it. I agree that it's, you know, when I saw it in the theater, it was better than I expected. When I saw it a second time, I'm like, nah, just I still bought it. I still bought it, but I, because yeah. I'm a completionist, but it's. Uh, I got the Disney, you know, I got the Disney channel. So I watched it on there and was going to come back at you and be like, man, you're full of shit. This movie's good. And I'm like, nah, seeing it a second time, dissecting it a little bit more than the initial, like, hey, this isn't a total steaming pile of shit. It, it you know, it, like. It had its moments. Look, the whole thing right. when he was talking about going back in time and saving his son, I like that. That was touching, you know, because you know he, you know, he loved his son and he got killed in the war. So right. yeah, I get, I get that. And I liked how you know she showed up at the end to try to, you know, to close it all off. That at the end, yeah, end you know, day. that was that was cool. It kind of felt a little shoehorn. Like I think they, I think they really wanted. Uh, Phoebe Waller, what's her face, to uh, take the indie mantle? Like I think they were, they were trying real hard to have a new generation female indie, and uh, no, it, people ain't gonna have that. So I think wow. they kind of shoehorned her, and at the end, Marion. But uh, yeah, dude, it's hard to beat Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's timeless. It's fucking awesome. First time I ever saw a face melt off, you know, like uh uh just 
unreal, man. You know, it's and it, and it had what's his, and it had what's his face, Molina. Give me the give me the yeah. uh, I'll give you the whip. Throw, throw me the angle, me. I'll throw you the whip. The whip. Yeah, yeah, that was turned it, yeah, he turned into Ock Doc Ock and all that. Yeah. But there's another situation to where I didn't realize that was Alfred Molina until I rewatched Raiders of the Lost Ark in the 90s. I never Yeah, he, and then you were like, wow, dude, that's fucking him. He yeah. kind of disappeared until Doc Ock, you know, like he wasn't in a lot of stuff. But yeah, Raiders, you know, I like Temple of Doom. Uh, it's fine, serviceable. Crazy, weird, gory to watch as a kid. Uh, you know, in, in Last Crusade, definitely awesome, but I'm not going to give them tie status like I did with uh, Rambo and First Blood. Uh, they're not on the, the top five, not top ten list even. But yeah, Raiders, Raiders will always have a special place for me in my heart. Well, I love Raiders, but my favorite is three. I just... Three is well, my I mean, I love three. Him and I love the, it, you know, but it's just him for me, and, it's not him. The chemistry between him and Sean Sean Connery felt real. It just I don't know. They oh, did yeah, yeah, they oh. they definitely they definitely clicked quite quite good, quite well together. So yeah, it was with it was, that you know. said, man, Paul. Now what is I'm kind of concerned. We had absolutely no crossover. And this will be the uh, first episode yeah. where we don't. Because you didn't, right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our this, so is, I, this is a first. I can't even think of what number one would be for you right now, and it's kind of weird, man. So you my, you take it away. Tell me what it is, man. My number one action film from the eighties has to be RoboCop. Dude, RoboCop was the one that I left off the list. Yeah, wrote, uh, Predator. Predator took RoboCop because I was like, dude, RoboCop fucking has to be on here. So we would have had crossover. We would have had it, but RoboCop was my number one honorable mention. And now that you brought it up as your number one, I feel it should have at least been on my list. My so, Ro RoboCop, to, RoboCop to me was fucking awesome. I didn't realize how much violence you could shove into one fucking movie. <laughs> it's still making hilarious and on nope. top of it. You know, like when I saw it as a kid, you know, a lot of my stories here are I saw it with my dad, but me and my dad, that was our thing. We'd go see movies. But he made the mistake and he took a couple of my friends with and we had no idea. He had no idea what RoboCop was. He just saw the uh, the newspaper clipping. You know how they used to do uh, the little advertisements in the newspaper yeah. on what time? And he's like, oh, we'll go check out this RoboCop movie. This looks amazing. He had no, no idea, idea what it was what about. Uh, nothing. And the movie's getting started. Remember, he gets his fucking hand blown off. And his hand explodes. <laughs> that fucking scene disturbed me so much as a kid. But then when it started going, me and my buddies were screaming, laughing, and fucking having a good time. I still, to this day, probably classify RoboCop as one of my top five cinematic experiences. 
going to see it. And now I really think it should have been on my list as well. I mean, it, the way it opened, Ed 209 <laughs> fucked that dude up. I was like, holy it's shit. Made yeah. Swiss cheese, man. And I'm going to be honest here, you know, I, I, you know, I like the ladies and whatnot, but I really enjoyed the fact that RoboCop had no romance. You know, I had yeah, the romantic like angle with his wife, but that was expected because, well, the guy has murdered and he was reliving stuff in his head, but you never saw them doing anything. It was just that scene where he would, she would come up and give him the kiss. Oh, uh, but it, there was no romance. He wasn't falling in love with anybody, his partner. Yeah, it had the yeah, scene with the hookers. But it was like it, it was action through and through. And it had humor. It was a Robocop, man. That's it. Yeah. And it had yeah, humor. Yeah. And it was just, I just, I just thought it was so good. And when it came out on 4K, I was like, fucking A. I bought it. It's got both cuts. I was like, yeah, dude, I own it. I own it myself as well. I just thought you know, the movie. The movie blew my fucking mind because me yeah, too, I, man. It's just I'd seen, I'd seen violence in movies, yeah, but I was like, well, but fuck, not oh. like that, not like dude exploded shit. when he hit him with the car, dude. That's my <laughs> dude. That is my one of my favorite scenes in movies of all times. Me and my me and my buddies would fucking do that noise. We see each other in the hallway and just go, <laughs> dude, man. Steve's not a fan of Robocop. Well, well I guess I'm going to have, I'm going to have to fire him now. Yeah, no, he's, he's kind of, well, we can't help that, man. You know, some people, they're just not, uh, you know, they're, they're not born with it, I guess. I just, I, it, dude, it, it was, it was, all, I'd buy that for a dollar. It's like, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Dude. It was all around. I mean, look what he, they were robbing the convenience store. He did more damage to the convenience store than they yeah, were man, going to. Robert. <laughs> yeah. It's just, and, and, I, and I bought the video game, Rogue City. It takes oh, place. Is it? Yeah. It's really good. It takes place between one and two. And it's like right. feels legit. You can't run because you're a robot. So you're like right. walking in the game. You're like, oh, I wish I could get there faster. And he's just you're just jigging. chugging along, man. Yeah. But it's it's that's, the whole it's pretty awesome, dude. You have the most ultra violent, the most ultra violent movie of the 80s. And Robocop guest stars with Sting on the WCW pay-per-view. We eventually get a robot. We get eventually get a cartoon, NES right. video game, fucking serial. Like, how could something so violent turn into such a kids thing? Right. And then yeah, yeah, I didn't get it right. either. You know, like. And as much as I enjoy watching RoboCop and RoboCop Three, they are nothing compared to the first film. And then the TV show was, you was know, not, nothing. It was a compared. totally different animal. Yeah. yeah. And, and I even can't, the I, I can't watch three. And even the remake they did in what twelve or fourteen or whatever it was that right. was shit. I was like, what the fuck? It was too yeah. no. Nothing can compare to the original RoboCop. I, yeah, I, I just the music, the violence, the gore, the comedy, the fucking everything, dude. I just you know. I didn't pick Die Hard because we weren't doing a Christmas movie list. For right, and Die Hard, I, Die Hard is on my honorable mention list. It's a fantastic movie, loved it, but 
I saw it at the movie theater. It was a great cinematic experience. Saw it with my buddy Don. But it just it's not on my top five. It just didn't huh? make it. No, not for and me Red either. Dawn, I love Red Dawn. Would have easily made my top seven, top ten. I, I'm a fan of Red Dawn too, but at the end of the day, I don't think it had as much action as these yeah, other Yeah, see, movies. that's what it was down to. For me, Red Dawn was teetering there, but I'm like, do I go RoboCop? Do I go Road Warrior? Do I go Predator? And it's like Red Dawn just kind of got pushed to the side, you know, and Die Hard. Die Hard just can't compete with like Commando and Rambo for me and all that stuff. I, mean, I can't believe we didn't have any crossover though. I, I'd say Robo, RoboCop is a crossover though. Die Hard and Red Dawn are good movies, but they just aren't high enough. Like I said, I honestly, uh, you know, I, yeah, I've seen more violent stuff than RoboCop, you know, now. Well, yeah, but in, but in but the eighties, it was, it was, you know. No, then back when we were that age, at that time, I had never seen anything as violent as RoboCop, and you know, Toxic Avenger was the uh, was the next one was the next one as far as the the heavy duty violence. But but I think I saw I think I saw Toxic Avenger after I saw RoboCop. I can't remember which one I saw first. I think RoboCop was first for me also. Um, Cause I know I, I saw toxic Avenger obviously on, on VHS, you know, right. um, cause you know, everybody loves the Camaro running over the kid. Oh God, man. I still, <laughs> I still think about it to this day, you know, like just how much, cause I was a kid. I was a kid when I saw it and I, a kid that would go out riding his bike. You know, so I would get terrified when I'd see like teenagers and shit driving their bikes around, you know, that Toxic Avenger. But another one that was fucking hilariously awesome. Not as good as RoboCop. Not much can be, dude. No, RoboCop. Not much can be. You know, when I always felt of all the 80s films that had, you know, of action, I think RoboCop should take the decade, in my opinion. It should take the decade. You know, I think I'm think I'm going to give it to you. I think I'm going to rearrange my list. I don't (laughs) think RoboCop can take out Raiders for me, but I do think it deserves to at least be like my number three. You know, like because I would now talking about it, I would kick out. I would definitely kick out Road Warrior in in place for RoboCop now, which is what I should have done. But that's fair. We'll we'll go that route. But yeah, I just. I wanted, you know, I, I wish I, I had a feeling when I, to be honest with you, I knew Invasion USA wasn't going to be on your list. I knew Runaway wasn't. I thought maybe Conan would be on there. I thought for sure RoboCop would because you, yeah, I remember yeah. you telling me the story about going with your dad and your friends. So I thought we, I thought our crossover was going to be maybe Conan, but I thought Escape from New York and RoboCop were our shots to have. Right, and, right. But you, you know, know me, know, dude. Commando, Rambo, had to be on there. So, and then Predator, but RoboCop should have. RoboCop is better than Road Warrior. I'll, I'll go that route for sure. And then my, uh, um, you know, Lethal Weapon is good, but again, Danny Glover. You know, Mel Gibson's awesome. I I would give a Lethal Weapon 
definitely a uh, honorable mention because it was so fun, you know. But uh, not not on my top five. And my honorable mentions have already been said. Uh, Red Dawn. Uh, <laughs> well, Steven Seagal. Now, now uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something to this bald bastard. Fucking, I own every Steven Seagal movie, so you can get fucked. He is a terrible person. He's probably one of the biggest liars on the planet. Right. Those, those, first, those first three or four, well, he can't run. I don't know if you've ever watched that YouTube <laughs> thing yeah, about him. I know. Yeah, he's got the sissiest fucking run. But those first like three or four movies, I love them. I love them because they're your typical action flicks. I, like I said, I don't like the guy. He's a total douche nugget, but he entertained me. And like I said, you make a movie that's entertaining. I don't give a shit what kind of person you are. I'd, 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 I'd watch it. But everybody, everybody picks on Steven Seagal, but he was laughing his way all the way to the box office bank. So and I did see, uh, uh, I did see a couple of his movies at the theater. I'm not gonna lie. And like I, I saw On Deadly Ground at the theater. I think he, I was the only one in there, but he. He is the Nickelback of Hollywood because <laughs> everybody hates on Nickelback, but the guy still has a lot of money in his pocket. So, you know, people do like it. They just don't want to admit it. I think there's a lot of people out there who like those early Steven Seagal movies. Maybe not the ones he did with DMX and all that fucking shit or that stupid TV show where he was a cop bounty hunter, the fuck ever it was. Yeah, fuck but, all that. But those first, you know, four or five movies, <laughs> there's people out there who are like, man. I love those movies, but I can never tell a single soul. I'm telling you. What about Under, Under Siege was good. That was, Tommy Lee Jones was in that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, right? that's true. That's true. I, I Now, Under Siege 2 was a little weird on the on the train. That one, eh. Um, on Deadly Ground was okay. I'm not a big fan of Marg Hellenberger. She was like the only person in CSI I could yeah, stand. Yeah, Marg. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of her. She just creeps me out. I don't know. Um... But you know, I you know, hard to kill. You know, all his first ones were really good. Mark I did like. For death. There you go. I mean, I own all that shit with DMX. Like I said, I own all his movies. I got a. Yeah, I, I'm collection. not gonna lie. I I saw that at the movie theater. The one but, with DMX. Know, I I saw it. Because you know, I, mean, I had I had friends that were all into DMX. So. Because I, I bought to go two, see it. I bought two sets. One set's like five, and the other set has five, and they're five different movies. He was in one. I can't remember what guy was in it with him, where he played a New Orleans cop. I can't remember the name of it, but I got it in the next room. But I, I'm a big fan of Steven Seagal. So when people come out and attack him, I get a little offended because, yes, Steven Seagal is a person, shit heel. As an actor, he did his job, and he entertained me. And I always like, man, he's a guilty pleasure. Just People don't like to admit their guilty pleasures, so I had I had to come down I had to come down on Steve on that one because uh, he's not as bad as people want to think when it comes to the movies. It's not that bad. Right. I've I seen worse. I've seen worse movies. Stephen, go yes. The later the later ones were shit, but those first handful were really good. And I've seen worse. I mean, I have seen a lot oh, worse. Yeah, oh, yeah. Red Sonia, for instance. You know, I just I just watched Enter the Ninja the other day. 
that uh, was definitely worse than a Steven Seagal movie. So I got a box set in there that says Kung 50 Kung Fu movies. And there's some in there that are some. So, no, I, I, I think what that ninja, that one ninja movie where the fucking girl had the spirit of the ninja. I hated that fucking shit. I couldn't. Yeah, stand that movie it. was. I know what you're talking about. It was fucking stupid. It was fucking stupid. See now but. he's now he's see, I <coughs> see now he's saying he don't I'd say I'm okay with that because he's a bad person. He's a liar. He didn't train with Bruce Lee. Fucking no, asshole. Man, man. But no way. You know. Yeah, as a person, no, he's a terrible person. He's a fucking shit loafer. He, he he must hang out with Gene Simmons because I love Kiss and I think Gene Simmons is a dickhead. <laughs> See, that's I was just saying this to somebody today. I don't know how I can love and hate Gene Simmons at the same time. But like, you do. do. Do but I do I love Gene Simmons? Hell yes. Did I listen to Kiss all day today? Yes. Do I fucking hate Gene Simmons? Yeah. You know, it's just. I don't know. I don't get it with Kiss. Like Paul Stanley, it's, man. I just it's another story too. I, I love I, I, I love I love Paul Stanley. Yeah, I me think too. He needs, I love him, but know, it's, he, just needs to, he needs to come out and let us, you know. He needs to let us all in on the facts. That's all I'm right. saying. I just I don't know if I could hang out with Paul Stanley. I couldn't hang, a lot. The, the only I don't even think I can I love Ace Freely. I think Ace Freely's music is better than Kiss music, but I can't hang out with Ace because I just, he's weird. He's yeah, weird. He's a weird dude, man. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, every time I see Ace Freely, a picture of him, it's always fucking Kiss Meets the Phantom of the park. Okay. Ah! That's all I hear. It's like, oh, oh yeah, my. Yeah, me God. too, man. Okay, so I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to bring it up. He's, this is like the third time he's brought up No Retreat, No Surrender. So. I want him to get his. He must really want us to know about no treat. I don't like no retreat, no surrender. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm sorry. I can't even remember it. To be honest with you, it's the one. I do believe it's the one that had. Uh, he's a good actor. I love him to death. He's better than his sister. What's his fucking name? He was in Star was 80. It, was it Jan Michael Vincent? No, it was Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 Eric Roberts. I love the guy. He's a great fucking actor. You hated his ass like a motherfucker in Star 80 when he beat yeah, up fucking... And you were like, oh, he's a scumbag. But when you get older, you're like, okay, he was just acting. He was just acting. But he did right, a good like job. He did, the, he did the part good because you fucking hated that guy in real life. You know, the right. guy that and really he, did that shit, he, you know? And he did justice by that guy. He was scummy. But no, Eric Roberts, I think, is a phenomenal... Okay, he said Eric Roberts isn't in that one. But I think Eric Roberts... I'm thinking of the one that had Eric Roberts... And uh, I don't know which one it was. It, it was a martial arts movie with Eric Roberts. And it also had Sean Penn's brother, Christopher Penn, in it. The fat one. They were in it. I can't remember the name of that movie. Oh, hey, I yeah. The one. He, okay, well, No Retreat, No Surrender was Van Damme's first movie. But real quick, before we get off of here, Mr. Steve, look up the one I was thinking of. The one with Eric Roberts and Christopher Penn. Look up and see what that one is. Because that, that movie, I didn't like either. But I, like I said, I'm a huge, huge fan of fucking Eric Roberts. I think he's he's another one of those guys that doesn't get credit. Uh, Eric Roberts is in that movie? Uh, no. Yeah, he's, Eric still, he's pretty awesome. He's done a lot of stuff lately, too, that's been pretty good stuff. So, 
Yeah. Do you I remember? Just, I was, uh, ah, do you that's rem- what it was. What's that? Best, the best of the best. That's uh, the one. That's the one that had Eric Roberts and Christopher Penn. I didn't like the movie, but I like Eric Roberts and I like Christopher Penn. Christopher Penn was awesome in fucking Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, I was just thinking Reservoir Dogs myself when you said that. Quentin Tarantino. I just watched a documentary on Quentin Tarantino. You should watch it. It's on Peacock, but you could probably find it on your service. Yeah, I'll check it out, man. It's called Q8. But yeah, I I love... Okay. Yeah, because it's it's his uh, all of his movies up to The Hateful Eight. And uh, I just... uh, But yeah, Christopher Penn was fucking great in in fucking... uh, Reservoir Dogs is a favorite movie of mine. Yeah, dude, I love Quentin Tarantino movies. I... You know, it, Pulp Fiction isn't my favorite of his, but, you know, I dig it. But, uh, God, what would you say was your favorite Tarantino? How about we hold that off for a list episode? Or we just discuss Tarantino in general. In length. Yeah. We could do yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds like a good episode to come up with. Uh, which just, uh, overall Tarantino discussion. Which... This is a perfect time to segue into what we're going to do in two weeks. Uh, well, before we do that, I have to show this because if it's true or not, it's, you know, you love Christopher Penn and Footloose. No, I, he knows I hate <laughs> Footloose. He knows I think Footloose is gay as shit, dude. But and they, re- and they remade it. And they remade it. I, dude, I couldn't even... Couldn't even tell you who starred in the remake, what it was about. I I, I watched, I started it, and I think I watched maybe 10, 15 minutes. I said, nope. Because I like the original. I, I couldn't dance as, dance a, kid, as a kid, so I, I it didn't resonate with me. And the power have of a, dance was I, I have a, I, I have a feminine side, all right? <laughs> I liked Footloose. I liked uh, Cry Baby. I liked Dirty Dancing. So, yeah, I've got a... F- I watched Charm, for God's sake. So, obviously, I have a feminine side. It's a small it's, part, but it's there. So, I mean, I don't know why there. you didn't like... You know, Kevin Bacon is like... He's another one I fucking love the hell out of. Oh, well, I love Kevin Bacon, yeah, but... Footloose. I ain't got, I ain't got time for that. Nobody got time for that. But... What I was going to say is, next, in two weeks, we're not doing a top five list. So get your creative theme, opening themes, uh, Steve, uh, going in your head and, and, and images and whatnot. Because we are going to discuss the Lord of the Rings franchise. The films, not the books. The film franchise. Yeah, we're going to discuss got to help me on the books, man. Oh, <laughs> so I, I, have all the ex- I have all the extended cuts. So I have a lot of watching to do between now and... And then, but I, I thought we would change things up a little bit, you know, instead of scrapping our top, our, our five list, instead of just scrapping it, we put it off to the side, do some franchise talk, then we can bring it back and then we can do some more franchise talk to start right, freshening right. things well, up I, a little you know bit. What I, you know, I think Tarantino should be a couple of weeks after that, you know, right. because I, I do think that's a, you know, because Tarantino is a franchise even of it, you know, uh, in and of itself, man. Right. But, and uh, that documentary, you need to see it. I won't, I won't say any more, anything more because it, we're going to do a show on him, but you yeah, need dude, to I'll, watch the documentary. I will definitely get that done. And I only own uh, two towers 
and Return of the King extended cuts. I do not have uh, Fellowship in extended cut, but we'll get around that. I'll figure out how to watch it. Your your service, check your service. They might be yeah, on there. That's that's what I'm gonna do. So now here's a question: Are we going to just do those three, or do you want to include the three Hobbit films too? Well, those are the ones that I have to refresh on the most. I mean, you you make the call. You make the call. If you don't want to, I, I I like them, but just not as much. Okay, then we'll just do. We'll do. If you happen to watch them, we can include it. So we'll say right now it's mainly going to be the just the, the trilogy. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we'll, so we'll know. see how it all flows together and goes from there. And but I will probably freshen up on those movies as well. Because, you know, you got to give some love to Peter Jackson. But we're going to save all the Peter Jackson gushing yep. for the episode. So, yep. so two weeks, that, I, Lord of the Rings. Yep. With that, I think we should call it quits. I'm going to get yep. up and have uh, one of them fire sticks, you know. So Now, I do, as we play our outro, now a lot of people who listen to the Sideshow have heard this song before. But I wanted to, uh, we made a change to the ending theme song. Now, it's not the entire song because it's only a minute and a half. But I encourage anybody who's watching now or anybody who watches the replay later and is seeing this right now to at least watch the full ending outro. Because the song on here is an awesome fucking song. And it's an Amuri original. Yes. All of, you know, Many moons ago before the neck. So listen to it and enjoy it. And I think you'll like it. Dude can write songs. Dude can sing. It's awesome. It's awesome. So you should check it out. So until next time, we will see you in two weeks. Enjoy his song, and we will see you. Have a good one, everybody. See you later.